Hello and welcome to LWML On The Go, the official podcast of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. This is episode 91. I'm your host, Becca Footy, and this is the series Unlikely Servants, written by Lou Garchow. Today's devotion is Eve, based on Genesis 2, 4 and 3, 7. Did God really say? We have heard people say that when they get to heaven, the first thing they will do is ask Eve what kind of fruit was so enticing that it would get all of us in trouble for the rest of our lives. When thinking about Eve and the perfect, sinless condition she and Adam were in prior to their fall, it's hard to imagine that anything could come in the way of remaining in perfect harmony with God. Even in Eden, however, the temptation to sin, and especially thinking we can be God or like Him, was present. It's amazing how smart and cunning Satan is. Many might think he comes in a red suit with a long tail, has blazing eyes, is visible for miles, and his ways are immediately recognizable as being satanic. Not so. The account of Adam and Eve, as well as many others throughout the Bible, bear that out. Eve, whom God created holy and sinless, perfect in every way, would verify that. It was she who was tricked into sinning and bringing Adam into the same condition. All of us know the story of God's creation, how he carefully and with great wisdom created the earth and everything in it. We know that God is a God of order, and that he went about his plan methodically in a way that prepared the earth and the seas before he made the animals, fish, and birds. But when he was finished, the earth and its inhabitants still seemed incomplete to him. The Bible says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Genesis 1.26, New International Version. And so God made Adam in his image, holy and sinless and giving him the breath of life. Adam was the crown of God's creation, the one God intended to rule over the rest of his wonderful works. God gave Adam work to do. He was to name the animals and birds and care for the garden. He was to spend his time wisely. But Adam was alone. The Bible tells us, But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Genesis 2.20b, New International Version. Among all of the things that God had created, there was no one who could be a companion for the crown of God's creation. And so God created Eve, also in his image, sinless and in perfect harmony with God. Together, Adam and Eve had a marvelous relationship with their creator in a beautiful garden. So what went wrong? Satan had a way of bringing both doubt and pride into Eve's thinking. His words, Did God really say brought things into her mind that she never thought before. She had never doubted that God loved them and would care for them. She knew him as her caring and concerned creator. She had every reason to think that the forbidden fruit would lead them to misery and death, just as God had clearly told them. However, Satan followed his initial question with something that appealed to her pride. He told Eve that eating the fruit would make her wise like God. The Bible says, When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. 
She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Genesis 3, 6, New International Version. Satan has a way of luring even the staunchest Christian to doubt. How many times, and for how long, has he used the so-called learned scientist to renounce God's creation as a fairy tale? How often have geneticists and anthropologists insisted that we evolved from a single cell, even though there are countless missing links? How many of our children have had to deal with anti-God theories proclaimed by those agents of Satan who once said that God was dead? Satan uses people whom we love and trust to proclaim his propaganda. And he does it well, he does it convincingly, and he does it relentlessly. Pride often leads people away from God too. Many people think that if they cannot understand something, they can't believe it. Understanding God and his love for mankind in sending a Savior is beyond human comprehension and only possible through the eyes of faith, as well as understanding the justice of God, and that, too, is only possible through the work of the Holy Spirit. Pride has no place in the faith life of any Christian. Only the grace and mercy of God does. It shouldn't be hard for any of us to realize that doubt and pride could well be a hindrance to our faith life. If Eve, God's perfect creation, was tempted by these two tricks of Satan, we surely will also know his attacks. We close with prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so weak in so many ways. We ask you to keep us free from the power of Satan, who uses every possible means to tempt us to fall away from you. Keep us strong in the word and the sacraments so that we can remain faithful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This has been Unlikely Servants, Eve. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of LWML On The Go. If you'd like to read more of our devotions or check out any of our other resources, please visit us online at lwml.org. Special thanks to Kyle Faber for writing and performing today's music. My name is Becca Footy, and I'm wishing you a grace-filled rest of your day.